Good morning. <clears throat> Come on in. Welcome. First time I've had this. Woo. We're hot. We're hot. First time I've had to say come on in in eight weeks. <laughs> Feels good. Feels good. Test one, two. We've also, uh, we've also had the, uh, the sound in the building, in the, in the room turned off for, uh, while we're doing all the live streaming. And uh, so getting the house sound right is going to be fun because we, when we're doing <laughs> video, we had very little sound in the house, if, uh, if any, and everything was done specifically for the live streaming. And uh, so uh, I, uh, it'll, so what? Everybody suffers. Yeah, so everybody suffers today, Exactly. <laughs> And for those of you who have been watching by live stream and then you're here today, notice that my face is not orange. In real life. In real life, my face is not orange. Hey, before we, get, before we take another step forward, let's give Peter a humongous. In true, in true video guy, uh, uh, he's going, it's getting too loud. He can't, he can't adjust the sound. So, Oh, praise the Lord. So good to see people. <laughs> Just good to see people. And, uh, you know, everybody who got up here and spoke uh, during the last number of weeks or recorded anything or whatever, all said the hardest part was having an empty room. That is so weird. Uh, but uh, we know that people have been listening and have been a part of what's going on. And so, praise the Lord. Um, why don't we all stand? I'm going to open with a verse this morning. Why don't we all stand? And before we do, because I have to. You know, I hate to do this. I hate to have to say anything that, that I don't want to. <laughs> but it's one of those things. Here we are, we live in this world that we live in, and so we have to do what we have to do to, to do what we do. Disclaimer, if you came here, everybody, did anybody come here with, and were forced to come? Did anybody, was anybody forced to walk in the building this morning? Anybody, no? All right, if you came here today, you came under your own recognizance, correct? Knowing full well all dangers that lie out in the world at any given time. And you came here because you wanted to, right? Okay. All right. Just checking. We got that recorded? All in favor, say aye. All right. Now, I'm having you stand because a lot of times in the, in the Word, when they read the Word, they stood. And this morning, I just uh, had it in my heart to read Psalm 46, 1 through 11. I didn't warn, the, didn't warn Kairos this ahead of time. I tried to, but I got caught up doing something else. Psalm chapter 46, beginning with verse 1, says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. <laughs> though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling, though a virus sweeps across the earth, doesn't say that, but I'm just adding it in, <laughs> though the rabble rouse and riot, Though the world seems like any moment is falling apart, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. And the word, in, not in these, these verses, but in other verses, it says that 
when we're filled with the Spirit, because today's Pentecost, when we're filled with the Spirit, it's streams of living water. They used to, they used to have to go to Jerusalem to, ex, to experience the refreshing of the streams. But we can have the refreshing of the stream, the, the streams that make glad the city of God every moment because of His infilling in us. Come, behold the works of the Lord, how He has brought desolations on the earth. He makes war cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Hallelujah. As we worship this morning, Father, I thank you that you are our shield. You are our healer. You are our protector. You are our fortress around us. No weapon formed against us shall prosper ever. Thank you, Jesus for your anointing here this morning. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Even as you came over 2,000 years ago and you filled the first disciples, you still fill us today. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. You do not change. You are not a liar. You're not a man that, that you should lie. But you are God. You are truth. You are life. And that's why we worship you this morning. Thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity on Pentecost Sunday to worship you in spirit and in truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So I just have a quick word. I I felt like the Lord wanted me to share this, and I just wanted to get the, the right time. You know, this week, we, I heard a lot of people say, well, I don't know, all hell's going to break loose. All hell's going to break loose. And I kept hearing that. And then the thought occurred to me, if all hell's going to break loose, well, all of heaven better break loose yeah. then too. So this morning, I just, I don't know, I just feel like we, we need to just let all heaven break loose. Amen? And just... Get, get, get heaven down, and we're going to bring it heaven on earth because hell's going to be defeated. Amen? So let's, let's just let heaven break loose today. Is, yes, yes. Is this working? Oh, yeah, it's working. Okay, so we're singing that song. And um, I had a dream many years ago about... Um, I didn't understand it. I drew it. It was a hangman noose over Minneapolis. And the Holy Spirit said, I want you to stand upon my word over this city because Satan comes to steal and kill and destroy. But I have come to give life and to give it more abundantly. So that's what we need to do is claim that over our city. Because what Satan means for destruction, Jesus heals, restores. He brings good out of what is happening. So I just wanted to say that. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. This this is a perfect example why the body of Christ needs to be together. We're worshiping together. There's power in that. But as the Holy Spirit uses individuals, that's why the body of Christ, I mean, praise God for it. We were able to worship by video and do all of that in a time of, of whatever. But this is why the body needs to be together. When we come together in the name of Jesus, he's able to minister through his body. Amen? Amen. If there was anything to ever pray over Minneapolis, this is it. 
This is what those people need. The people that are trapped in their homes, that are watching as this happens around them. As everything they know is being destroyed and changing after everything that has happened already, and this on top of it, they need this. So if we can sing this again and sing it as a prayer over Minneapolis, this is how we stand. More, more than conquerors, more than conquerors, the victory is ours the victory is ours is now i am reminded often in recent history i coached hockey and this is a decades old memory but it keeps coming back recently and it's it won't let me go more than conquerors we the team i was coaching we won the game and as often as the case with hockey, you shake hands after, it's not a good practice. And we were walking off the rink and I got a sense something wasn't right. And I remember escaping to the locker room quickly because something didn't feel right. And as I grabbed my hand on the, on the locker room door, the hairs in the back of my neck stood up and my assistant coach was on the ice and he lost it against the coach of the team that we had won. And that coach would not leave the ice. It was our rink. We won the game. The rink was ours. And the evil one, Satan himself, does not want to leave this rink, our rink, we are the victors. Jesus defeated Satan thousands of years ago. Satan won't leave the rink, our rink. We must put him back, run him off. He does not belong here. Our rink, conquerors. I want to piggyback that. <laughs> um, actually, it was like the one of the services that we had um, when we kind of went where it was just a few of us that showed up, and uh, the Lord had given me a vision of going into battle. I love sports, and uh, it's how God shows me different things. And He says, when you're going into battle. And your opponent gives you the best shot that they have. You have that one person on your team. You know, you got other people that are like, yeah, 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 trying to rally themselves up. But yeah, that one guy on the team that looks you straight in the eye and laughs. We've got this. They have no idea what's coming back at them because we've got this. And guess what? That's Jesus. He's on our team. He knows exactly what all of us have for talents. He knows exactly what we're all going through. And he looks straight at us and goes, guess what? We've got this. They have no idea what's coming at them. So guys, just when you have the best guy on your team and he, and he says, we've got this, it helps all of us to start to rise up and be the best that we can be because we know that he is there to guide us and direct us and give us insight on how we can be the best person, the best person. And that means wherever you're at, wherever you're living, yes, it's in Minneapolis, I see that part, but wherever you're living, you can look at people and say, we've got this. You don't understand, we've got this. We've got the answer. Uh, the Lord is just, uh been mightily, mightily, mightily working 
in my life, my wife's, and in many others here, and you know you are, that we talk about this. God is saying right now, things have changed. He's been telling us things are going to change. But today, things, they have changed. They have changed. If, if you shut your eyes in the flesh and you open your eyes to what the Holy Spirit is telling you right here, right now, Everything has changed. Everything has changed. And you are coming in the greatest time of the church right now. Amen. Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for Pentecost Sunday. We celebrate the beginning, the birth of the church, but also declare right now, this is the rebirth of the church. The church is coming back in power. It's coming back in the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was given to us as a comforter, yes, but he was also given to us for boldness, for power, for gifts that we can use, that we can, we can celebrate the love of Jesus. Father, we thank you that you've given this to us. Father, we thank you that we are not alone in all of this time of destruction and pain and hatred and hurt. We declare an end to that in Jesus' name. We declare that the love of God is going forth in each and every one of our hearts, each and every one of our communities, but that we will stand together and work together and rebuild the body of Christ stronger. The, the body is going to go forth in force and we will take it, we will advance and we will take it by force because we have the power of the Holy Spirit. Father God, we thank you again. We thank you that you are faithful. We thank you that you brought us together here. I, I look out and I see, this is different because I'm used to speaking to an empty room. And praise God. Thank you, everyone, for your faithfulness over this time. Thank you in Jesus' name for, for sticking together. Father, we thank you for everyone. And, and right now, I'd like to just, I, I will present the offering. Uh, we're not going to do it the normal way. Uh, no bags. Uh, we do have offering envelopes in the back. There's a box back there. You can also give online at rvcc.info slash donate and the other RVFM ministries as well. You can mail it into 5900 Lake Elmo Avenue, Lake Elmo, Minnesota. Father God, we do thank you for your faithfulness. Again, Pentecost Sunday, you've not left us without a comforter. Father, we thank you that you are our source. You give seed to the sower. Father, your grace is more than sufficient for us. Father, we thank you that you've given us the ability to produce wealth. And Father, we ask your blessing on each giver and on each gift in Jesus' name. Amen. One more. There's one more note. There's a. Uh, Got to finish the progression, man. Whatever. Close enough. All right. <laughs> Praise God. That's Pentecost right there. Yes. Hallelujah. That is what it's all about. That is Pentecost. That's the, the body of Christ uh, ministering, by, being led by the Holy Spirit. That's what it's all about. You know, I mean, I, I, through the whole thing, I was thinking, well, we're running out of time. Good. I'm just going to give them go, amen. <laughs> amen. You guys listened to me for eight, nine weeks now. You can, you know, that was, we, we, we heard from the Holy Ghost and the, the body of Christ today. Amen. amen. God is good. God is so good. Uh, I do want to thank, uh, you know, I know we, we gave a big round of applause to Peter and don't do it again. He's, that's enough. Uh, but... <laughs> But I also want to thank everybody else, all the sound people, all the, the worship team and Jamie and everybody who, who just kept serving and serving and serving through all of this. 
thank you, thank you, thank you. It was, you know, uh, we joked about being essential. You were all essential, but praise God. They, they stepped up and they, they fulfilled uh, their, their call, their giftings and talents. And, and I also want to thank one last group uh, because, you know, you don't see it and I don't say it enough. But the, uh, the staff here, Pastor Greg and Pastor Karen and Debbie and Jamie and Peter and everybody, they, they, uh, they we, you know, we, we joked often, you know, that everybody is, is sheltering in place and not, nobody's going anywhere. We worked extra. I mean, it was like they were, they were always working extra hours and extra time and it's so awesome. And I also want to thank, there's all, I mean, I can thank everybody, but I want to thank the elders. Praise God for the elders and all that they did through this whole thing, the communication, the, the reaching out, the prayer, and, and we, would, uh, we would do uh, uh, Zoom meetings with the elders and they would just give reports on how people are doing and who they've been talking to and, and reaching out. And so praise God. Praise God for the body of Christ working the way it's supposed to work. This is what it's all about, is the, the body being a body and, and, and using the gifts, using the talents, taking the steps forward and keeping the, the movement forward. And, and uh, that last word is exactly right. We're coming out with power. You know, the Lord said that to me weeks ago, that we're, we're not going to barely make it through this, but that we're going to, that the body of Christ, if they keep focused and keep moving forward, they're going to come out with power. And that's exactly what's happening. Amen. Amen. So I want to just uh, uh, greet everybody that's still watching from home, you know, and that's, that's how we have a plan. You know, I mean, everybody's talking about when you come back, you got to have a plan. We have a plan. Uh, our plan was to encourage social distancing. Please wash your hands, please. And then, uh, you know, and, and uh, all the masks if you want to or not want to. But then we do have two rooms in, uh, in the other, in the new classrooms that uh, are, if, you, if you're there, there, there are some folks back there. So we want to we say hello, good morning to you. We, we love you and we're so glad you're here with us that way. And, but then also there's folks at home. And uh, if you're still watching from home, that's wonderful. We, we, it's, it's, we're taking steps by faith, taking steps by peace. You know, you, you got to be led. And that's, that's really what's on my heart this morning is, you know, the Holy Spirit was sent to us to be a comforter. He, he was sent to us to be a comforter because Jesus knew that we were in a world where, you know, Satan's trying to kill us. We have an enemy who's trying to kill, steal, and destroy. And we need to be wise we need to hear uh, the Holy Spirit as we're being led, and then we take steps accordingly. We don't just uh, walk through life blindly and hope it's okay, because that's dumb. You know, there, there, there is, and Jesus said, there, in this world you will have trouble. It's, it's the way the world is. And, uh, but we have to be led by the Spirit, and through that we can walk through the trouble and we can come out the other side healthy, happy, and blessed. And moving the kingdom forward. And that's what we're talking about. So, uh, I had a whole sermon. You know, this is the way things usually work. I had a whole sermon prepared. And this morning, the Lord led me to, to look uh, into some notes that I had. And I, and I wasn't planning on doing that, but I... The, the verses that I began the service with, uh, Psalm 46, 1 through 11, I encourage you to write that down and reread those. And it's good to reread those and good to be in the Word, good to reread those. But it was about God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. We will not fear, though the earth falls apart, though the waters roar. There is a river whose streams make glad. The Holy Spirit fills us and we move forward. But that all came from, in my notes, it came from a meeting that we had with River Valley Fellowship of Ministries in September. And I was, and the Lord led me to read through those notes again. And I usually don't. And I, and I very seldom, very seldom ever use notes twice or three times. I want it, uh, whatever is going to be ministered to the body to be fresh. But then again, it can be old notes. And if the Holy Spirit says to do it, it's fresh. So that's why, you know, it's like, okay, well, if that's what you want. And so, so I read those verses today. And, but the Lord was speaking to us. Uh, speaking to, to Pastor Jonah and Pastor Tom Bakke and, and Vern Norton and a number of us who were praying about that September meeting, weeks ahead of time, before that meeting, the Lord was, was speaking to us in prayer. 
And as we did, he said some things that when I read through it today, I was like, oh my goodness, I did not even put you know, two and two together. I didn't put that together until I saw it this morning. He said, one of the things that we needed to do for that September RVFM meeting was to provide a sanctuary for the presence of the Holy Spirit. And that's what we did. We spent that whole first morning in worship. We didn't preach. We didn't teach. We didn't, we didn't share. We, we just, we were felt led. So Jamie came in and we, and she led worship and we, we worshiped for a whole morning, two, three hours, we, we, we provided a sanctuary. So you're, you're, you're led by the Holy Spirit, and when you do, He's able to do what He wants to do. And He said at that time, He said, eyes will be open, ears will be open, bones will be mended, and muscles will be strengthened. Eyes will be opened, ears will be opened, bones will be mended, and muscles will be strengthened. Hallelujah. The body of Christ needs to be whole. We need to be whole walking forward. You know, from the beginning, I've said this is not the end. The Holy Spirit said it's not the end. It's the beginning of the end. But it's the beginning. We're, that we have hope. We have a future. There's a plan. God has a plan. He didn't leave us. He didn't go, oh, I'm out of here. There's a virus down there. I'm not, I'm not hanging out down there. He didn't say, well, there's fires. Whoa, I'm out. No, he never leaves us. He never forsakes us. His promises are as good today as, there was, as it was when he spoke it to the first prophet that he wrote, spoke it to. The word of God is true. The word of God is active. The word of God is living. And it's powerful for salvation. Amen? And so eyes will be open, ears will be open. So the body of Christ needs to be whole. The things, you know, what are we, what's one of the things that we've been being attacked with for the last 10 weeks, 12 weeks, whatever it is, is health. Knowing who we are in Christ and that He's provided health for us. We speak healing over anybody who's not feeling well at home, because you're not supposed to be here if you're not feeling well, all right? But, Whoever, wherever you are, if you need healing in any way, God still heals today. His word is true. So that was the first thing the Lord said was, was strength and healing to the body of Christ. And then a place of light and respite, freedom to see, hear, know, and understand. That when, when we worship together, that we have freedom to be free, number one, but then to see, hear, and know. When, when we get into a situation like this, when we get into worship, like, well, we just, you know, man, I was looking forward to worship this morning because, you know, glory to God. And, here, and he didn't disappoint. Here we are. Thank you, Jesus. And so, but in that now, we have freedom to see, hear, know, and understand. All the other stuff is going away. You know, when you get into, a, into an atmosphere of worship like this, Unless you choose to hang on to something, it goes. Because the name of Jesus is lifted up, and he draws all unto him. And, and the, the, the Satan, we're resisting Satan. You know, Satan, you know, uh, got to be careful. Say we resist Satan, and we say, get out of here. And he leaves. And that was, we're, we're, we're taking the ice back. We're, ta- we're taking the ice. This is our ice. It's his ice. It's ours. We, we stay here. And so, then... The Holy Spirit in prayer during those weeks leading up to that September meeting said this. Pastor Jonah Fetzer, uh, it was on uh, uh, September 23rd, uh, 2019. When we were in prayer, the Holy Spirit said this through him. I will dictate, dictate the moments, the intents, and the portents. I will dictate the moments, the intents, and the portents. It's very interesting because we, many, you know, we were, all, we were talking. I don't know that he had ever used that word, portents. Moments, yeah, we get that. Intents, yeah, I can, I can extrapolate that. I know the English language. I don't know that I'd ever heard the word portent, and I don't know that he'd ever used used it before. So we actually had to look it up. God said that He would dictate the intents or the the, the moments, the intents. And the portents. Well, moments we know. He dictates the time. 
He dictates when things happen, how things happen. We have to, uh, we have to abide by that. We have, to, we have to cooperate with him. If he says to move now, you move now. He dictates the moment. We have to obey. You know, he doesn't, he, it's, he's not, you know, as some people would say, he's sovereign. So he just, everything happens the way he wants. No, it doesn't. He had no plan for people to destroy stuff this last weekend, this last week. He had no, it's not his plan that, that a virus sweeps through the earth. It's not his plan. That's Satan. Satan's come to kill, steal, and destroy. That's what that is. But Jesus came to give life and life more abundantly. And so his, his moments is he says, step out. Yesterday, I, I was driving to get gas. I was driving to pick up gas. And I, all of a sudden, it just came very strongly at me. Stop by the, the uh, uh, National Guard Armory and tell them you're praying for them. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, so I drove in, and the first guy I saw, I said, hey, just, I rolled my window down, and I said, excuse me, and he went, you know, I mean, he's already a little heightened, you know, he's, like, he's looking at me, and I said, hey, I just want to let you know, I'm a, I'm a pastor, local pastor here, and we, we're proud of you guys, and we're, we want to thank you for everything that you're doing, and we're praying for your safety tonight, and he said, wow, thank you, I'm going to tell everybody in my unit, thank you so much. And I drove a little further and found somebody else, told them. I figured, you know, if he was only going to tell his unit, we needed to tell more people. We're praying for you. And then encourage others to pray. And praise God, that was so wonderful. How peaceful. I mean, it wasn't peaceful, but it was a lot more peaceful than it had been. And those guys, they were, everybody was safe. I haven't heard of anybody who was injured last night in Minneapolis or St. Paul of the, the security forces. But it's, it's the moments. The Holy Spirit led to go right now and pray for those guys. Tell them you're praying. Okay, well, you have to obey that. You take, out, you walk, you take a step of faith and you move out and you, and you do it in that moment. Intense. Intense means intention or purpose. So God chooses the moments, but he also chooses the purpose. He chooses why we do what we do, the, the intentions and the purpose. God is purposeful. Well, how he's been leading us from day one, how he's led this church, how he's led me, how he's led you as individuals is purposeful. We're not just ambling through life, you know, boom, well, and then over here, and then boom, and then, oh my gosh, okay, oh, that looks safe, boom, you know, no, we're not, we're not confused. He's intentional. He's purposeful. He's put you where he's put you. He's placed you where he's placed you for the moment. He's moved you when it's time to move. That's why, he, that's why we need to know the moments. And we need to obey him when it's the moments. So this is going to be really important. You need to understand, when he says to do something, you do it. And if he tells you not to do something, you don't do it. I don't care what it sounds like. I don't care what it sounds like. I don't care how done. Well, that's just crazy. Why would I not do that? I'd been six months, six months to do that. Why would I not go? Why would I not see? Why? You know, because he decide, decides the, mo the moments and the purposes. He knows. Praise God. Somebody said that this morning. He sees the future from the beginning. He knows every step you're going to take. He knows everything you're going to face. He's, he was not surprised by any of this. And praise God, he's, he's taken care of us because his purpose will be fulfilled because we pray that his purpose will be fulfilled. And we need to be praying that his purpose will be fulfilled. That everything that, that his desires, that, that we, we pray that out because he needs people to pray, we need to obey him and pray it out, that his purposes are fulfilled. And then we get to this word, portents. Does anybody know what, unless you've looked it up already, because I know you got Google. Does anybody, did anybody know what portents was before this morning? Exactly. Well, school teacher. Yes, if a former school. So Myrna, Myrna knows you, you get the point. All right. I'm just kidding. But portents. I had never heard that word. I mean, most people have no idea. We had to look it up. And this is the word. This is what portent means. A sign or warning that something, especially something momentous or calamitous, is likely to happen. Wow. Wow. Even in September, we didn't know what that meant. But he did. Isn't that beautiful? 
Isn't it beautiful that the Holy Spirit, why was the Holy Spirit sent on the day of Pentecost? To be a helper and to be a comforter. He's helping us. We didn't even know. So as we moved through that meeting, we prayed. A lot of things, we we spent hours in prayer together. And we prayed, and, and a lot of that we were praying in the Spirit. Why do we pray in the Spirit? Because the Holy Spirit leads us to pray in the Spirit. But it also says that we're praying out mysteries. And I guarantee you, we're not, we weren't the only group that was doing that. God was having people all over the world praying through this situation. You know, I mean, you know, there, are, there have been many worldwide pandemics that have been far worse than what we've experienced. Far worse. Continuous, bad. There have been, riots, there have been wars that were much worse than what just happened in Minneapolis. Praise God. That people have been praying. Portents. The, a sign or warning that something, especially something momentous or calamitous, is likely to happen. All right. Then we go to John chapter 4. Read with me for John chapter 4. Because this is the purpose of God. Why does Satan come to steal, kill, and destroy? Give me an idea. Just somebody. Somebody shoot, shout it out. Why does Satan come to steal, kill, and destroy? Yes. Because he's the exact opposite of God. That's perfect. And since he's the exact opposite of God, what is he trying to stop? From God spreading. Exactly. He's, he, he is the exact opposite. He's the enemy of God. And so he's trying to kill, steal, and destroy the plan of God. He's trying to stop the things of God from moving forward. Why? Because he knows that his end is near. This isn't the end, but it's close. It's a lot closer than it used to be. And it, you know, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, or like maybe it was even last week. So time, you know how time is. Anybody else having trouble with time lately? You know, it kind of, you know, like, brrr, it's just like a timey-wimey, wimbly-wombly, you know, for those of you who are uh, Doctor Who fans. All right, so time starts moving. But okay, I was going to preach last week. I was going to preach what made us think we were going to get to skip through Revelation. You know, and you can and you can you know hear about that. You know, you read in the Bible about the king who was you know he was think you know the prophecy came that this is going to happen and that horrible thing's going to happen and this horrible things. But he, but the but the prophet said to him, it's not going to happen in your reign. It's going to happen in your kids' reign. And the king, I can't believe it. I read this. and He goes, oh good. <laughs> you know, it's not going to happen in my generation, but it's going to happen in yours. Whew, at least I don't have to go through it, you know. Hello. That was a sweet guy. You know, what a, what a great dad, you know. What makes us think that somehow we're going to get past what the Bible says is going to happen and not see it? I mean, there's a lot of people who have, but there's, you know, you look, at, you look throughout history, there's tragedy. You look throughout history, there's pain, suffering, disease, war. I mean, there's no generation that misses it. You know, how many times have you heard in, or said in the last uh, months, you know, that for our kids, they've not experienced, they're watching stuff on television every day that even we didn't live through. You know, there's, this is crazy stuff. And they're watching, you know, we're watching it on live, C- I don't watch CNN, but we watch live TV. I'm backing up, sweetheart. I'm backing up. Yeah, I'm, I'm backing up. <laughs> Everybody looked at devil. Ooh. <laughs> For those of you who are new, she's my conscience. She's, she's the one that keeps me in the center. She's like, stop talking now. Please, stop talking now. Now. John chapter 4. Because this is the purpose. This is what Satan's trying to stop. This is what he's trying to keep back. This is what he's doing everything in his power to try to keep the ice, keep the focus off of what God's plan is. John chapter 4, beginning with verse 35, this is Jesus speaking. He says, Do not say, yet there are four months, then comes the harvest. Look, I tell you, lift up your eyes and see that the harvest or that the fields are white for harvest. Already the one who reaps is receiving wages and gathering fruit for eternal life, so that sower and reaper may rejoice together. For here the saying holds true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you did not labor. 
Others have labored and you have entered into their labor. The time is ripe. Now is the day of salvation. Now is the day that the the nations need to be harvested, brought in to the kingdom. Now is the time to share with your neighbor. You know, I, I had planned for months and months and months that throughout April and May, that we were going to, that I was going to, to speak about and prepare because yesterday, yesterday was God Day. Did you know yesterday was God Day? Huh? Every day's God Day. Yes, I know that. I knew somebody when I figured it was you. We're going to say something about that. Yesterday is a world, was a worldwide movement, has been for many years. Global Outreach Day. Global Outreach Day. It's run by, there's no ministry, there's, there's no one ministry that runs it. It's, it's, it's a movement that has begun around the world that one day a year, every Christian shares their faith with one person, at least. And I was going to talk about it, I was going to gear it up, but you know, it just never, I didn't even know if you could even see anybody. You know, so we just didn't. But that doesn't mean we missed it. Because don't say, well, we have to wait till next year. Well, we'll wait 12 months, and then we'll do it. No, we can do that now. I encourage you. The, the purpose and the plan of God that Satan is trying to stop is to keep you from telling somebody that Jesus loves them. They're trying to stop us from advancing the kingdom. There. I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about darkness. I'm talking about the evil one. I'm talking about that. They are trying to stop us from preaching the gospel. What was the reason that the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost? Yes, to be a comforter and a helper and to, and to, to empower us. But Jesus said, wait in Jerusalem. Don't. Don't leave Jerusalem until you're filled with the Holy Ghost. Because when you're filled with the Holy Ghost and power, you will be empowered to be a witness. That's what this is all about. We can't lose sight of it. We can't get lose sight of, you know, whew, we made it through another pandemic. Let's go back to life as usual. I heard many people say in the last months, they said, I wonder if this will be different than 9-11. Those of you who remember 9-11, remember the churches, the week after 9-11, the churches were full. The churches were full. People were scared. People needed hope. They were looking for answers. Three weeks later, back to normal. Oh, well, we survived. Good enough. We cannot go back. We cannot go back to business as usual. In many ways, this church is not business as usual. hasn't been for years. That's okay. But like another sermon I preached a few weeks ago, it's time to stomp it. It's time to go. It's time to, time, it's time to floor it. We need to be salt. We need to be light. We need to preach the gospel. Well, I was expecting something more exciting this morning. You know, Pentecost, I was expecting, you know, fire. No, no fire. No, bad fire. Fire bad. I was expecting, you know, people to be running around the room. Well, you can do that if you want. Go right ahead. But what was the reason the Holy Spirit was sent for the, fir- for the first time? It was to be a witness. And what did they do? The moment when you know, we read through, uh, let me get back to my thing here, back to what I was going to preach this morning. When the day of Pentecost arrived, Acts chapter 2, they were all together in one place. You see what the whole pandemic thing was trying to keep us from getting all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues of fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. 
Now there were dwelling in Jerusalem devout men from every nation under heaven. And at, at this sound, the multitude came together. And they were bewildered because each one of them hearing them speak in his own language. And they were amazed and astonished. Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? But Peter, verse 14, but Peter standing up with the eleven lifted up his voice and addressed them, men of Judea, all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and give ear to my words. He gets filled with the Holy Ghost and the first thing he says is, guys, you got to listen to me. You need to hear about Jesus. That's what this is all about. It has always been about that. Throughout history, different Movements, different things have, have, have risen to grip that, and then gets dark, goes dark, sometimes darker than others. And then it'll get on fire again, and then it'll go away. He began to preach. And in verse 37 says, Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And then down to verse 41. So those who received his word were baptized, and they were added that day about 3,000 souls. What, what was Pentecost all about? It was about getting filled with the Spirit of God and then being a witness. That's his intent. That's his plan. And yeah, we know that from that day on, in the, in the church, there was persecution, there was harassment, they were scattered, they were you know, fed to the lions. They, they went through trouble. Portents. But through it all, the mission never changed. And our mission cannot change. The most important thing you can do in the next three months is to share your faith. Share your faith. Tell somebody. You know, they're like, wow, that was really scary. This whole, everything that's been going on, this is really scary. Were you afraid? And you can say, yeah, I, you know, I had every opportunity to be afraid. But let me tell you the hope that I have, and that hope is that Jesus Christ died for my sins. I heard more Christians say in the last two months, you know, if I die, it's not the worst thing that could happen to me. Why? They're not being, they're not being cavalier. They're not being callous. What they're saying is, I have a hope. God has a plan for my life, and He's not done with me yet. And if I die, better. Bonus. I'm with Him. We don't have to walk with, in fear. We don't have to fear catastrophe. We don't have to fear the terror by night. We don't have to fear any of that stuff. Why? Because He has a plan. He has a purpose. But you've got to follow it. You've got to obey Him. You've got to walk. Be obedient. Be led by the Spirit. That's one of the things that He does is He leads us. And if, you, if He leads you to do something and you don't do it, whose fault is it? Nobody wants to agree with that. I saw one hand. <laughs> Praise God for the Holy Spirit. Praise God for His plans, for His purposes, and that He understands what's coming. He knows what's coming next. He knows the next thing. A couple different times in the last two months, I thought, well, this isn't really all that bad. We haven't seen the 100-pound hailstones yet. That's going to be exciting. <laughs> You're going, stop talking. Stop talking. Stop. Let's just, let's just let's deal with today. I'm always thinking ahead, you know. <laughs> 100-pound hailstones. Do we social distance or don't we? I don't know what we're supposed to do, Okay. <laughs> Let's all stand. Yes, you can. Go ahead and share, then pray and dismiss. You're in charge.
Good morning. When Pastor John was talking about strengthening bones and different things like that, um, I got in a little bike accident the other day, and a friend of mine, he sent me this, and it goes along with everything that was spoken this morning. God, you're awesome. God, you're awesome. We give you the glory. And what it says here says, good morning, Wayne. It's a friend of mine that were on the bike run that I was on. And um, he says, I was praying for you this morning. And in my prayer time, I just got, and then I'll go on, but it should be reading like this. Good morning, church. Good morning, church. I was praying for you this morning. In my prayer, in my prayer time, I just got that you would come out stronger, spirit, soul, and body. That you would just have a more defined direction of where to go. Where to go next. And your influence would increase. He meant it, he said it to me, he prayed it, but it wasn't for me. It was for the church. And it goes along with everything that was spoken this morning. So, Father God, we just come before you this day, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for clear direction. Father God, we just thank you that we have the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of the living God living inside of us, directing us, leading us, and guiding us. And, Father God, that we don't have to walk in fear. We walk in boldness, Lord. We walk in boldness, and we speak about your love to others. We witness to others. We share the love of Christ with others. Father God, uh-huh, yep. Father God, a new boldness in the church, a new boldness in the church, a new boldness in the body of Christ, that we will not leave here the same. We'll, we'll remember what we heard today. You continue to speak to our hearts as you always do. Give us ears to hear and eyes to see, Lord, where to go, what to do, and who to speak to, Father. You lead, guide, and direct us, and we give you the glory We'll give you the glory for the victory, all the victories that are ahead of us, all the victories that are ahead of us. We're here for such a time as this because you didn't want us to miss it, Lord, because you're going to use us in a mighty way. And Father God, we'll walk away and say, that wasn't me. That was the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.